Hello, everyone. My name is Chase Beatty, and this is my podcast, Principle of Polarity. Gravitates to a scientific kind of conversation surrounding uh, the concept of time, because it seems like a scientific principle. Um, as far as far as I understood it, or you know, I've been taught it in the past. But in my research, just looking through the almighty internet and some of the books that I've read, the concept of time, there was an article that compared the concept of time as far as the aspect of a Buddhist philosophy and the aspect aspect of scientific thought. And I thought, wow, that's kind of pretty dope because I'm familiar with the Buddhist philosophy of time and mind and being and being present and grounded and stuff like that and i'm also familiar with the scientific version of it as far as moving linear in one direction and being measurable based on the observable universe in the past and stuff like that and i just wanted to see how how they would make that correlation between the two so i just dove into it a little bit and got my feet wet and it, it was pretty interesting. It's a pretty interesting article. It's not really long, maybe a couple pages. And uh, I've, incu- I've included the link to the article uh, in the show notes. If you follow me on Anchor, if you listen to this on Anchor, if you're listening to this on Spotify, um, I'm not sure how to add show notes on that one. It automatically kind of updates, but I'll see if I can do it and I'll try my best. But I post the Anchor link the anchor link um more widely than i post the spotify link but let's dive into it so physicists define define time as the progression of events from past present and the future this is a scientific means by which they measure time the concept of time has been fascinating thinkers since ancient times many philosophers such as plato aristotle and kant and scientists such as sir isaac newton and albert einstein And these are the two main bodies of scholars that have been kind of having this discussion about time. Like, is it a philosophical um, principle or is it a scientific principle? So they've been going back and forth around that. And the reason why is because it's basically the observer, the observer and their experience versus, you know, the observable universe, how things are cyclical, everything moves in a certain fashion. And it can be documented. You know, it's been those two bodies of thought, um, which we're going to go into a little bit deeper here in the podcast. Albert Einstein stated that time is an illusion. It is relative. It can vary from different observers depending on their speed through space. So what I took from this is basically like if you go to a party or you're doing something fun like camping with friends or or hanging out, it seems that time moves very fast. Um, You look at your clock and it's you know time for the event to start and then you look back down and it seems like five hours has passed by you know you're not really aware of the speed at which things are moving it just seems like it moves extremely fast but then on the other hand when you're going through something that's not pleasurable or something that you don't enjoy then time seems to be moving slow like waiting in the hospital or you know being in school all day and and just dreading that experience so it's it it depends on the observer 
you know it's it's not something that's set in space or set in time it's depending upon the observer is what he's basically saying it's a, it's an illusion that we've created and placed restraints on the concept of time is simply an illusion made up of human memories everything that has ever been and ever will be is happening right now there is no future there is no past there's only the present and there is no future you know time moves linearly forward based on the scientific principle you can't go backwards um in theory people are saying that you can't travel backwards you know time space and you can warp stuff you know but that's all science fiction at this point or i was reading an article that was saying that some of that stuff conceptually is may be possible but as far as right now with the the stuff that we have available to us scientifically we're not able to go back in time in saying that we cannot affect the past dwelling on the past the traumas that happened to us the mistakes that we made um things that didn't serve us or didn't benefit us we can't go back and change that likewise we can't affect the future prematurely and what i say when i say that what i'm saying is that we are in the present we are in this present moment all that we have is right now the things that we do in this present moment have a direct correlation with our futures so if we want to have a better future then the only thing that we can do is take positive actions in the present in order to dictate a more positive future or a future that is different from our present because if we keep making decisions and operating in a cyclical nature that doesn't serve us at the end of the day we're going to always be where we always are which is nowhere if we're still participating in the behaviors that don't serve us and we want something different for ourselves so again be grounded be present be here i know i've said that before in other podcasts but it's very important that we be grounded be present and be here because all we can do to affect our lives at this point in time is in the present you know death is the destination unfortunately that we're all moving towards it's not something to be sad about it's just a part of life everything dies everything so in knowing that the future is not promised so we have to again do what we can with what we have where we're at which is here in the present there are two main concepts of time um one is the physical time and which is objective and the second one is the physi- physiological time i'm sorry psychological time which is subjective and which is basically mind dependent physical time is like the time that runs on the clock the time that's based in science like the linear motion of a individual from the past into the present and through into the future psychological time is the result of your brain like your body taking in all the information that's around you you know um your speed through any destination memories the past present and the future all of that stuff is again dependent upon the observer and thus the conceptualization of time is subjective as opposed to objective so those are the two main thoughts as far as this article is discussing which are the objective and the subjective 
perspectives of time. And one is scientific, one is philosophical in nature, and the Buddhist one also leans to one side more than the other, which we're going to dive into here in a, a few more pinpoints. Now, I know that I mentioned play, play up. I'm sorry. Uh, I know that I mentioned to some scholars beforehand early on in the process, such as Plato, Aristotle, and Kant. Um, here, we're going to dive into their beliefs a little bit. Not a lot. Again, this isn't a science class, but we're just going to dive into it just a little bit, just to kind of, you know, get the brain working, see what kind of ideas and thoughts are out there circulating largely. Plato believed that time was related to regular physical events, such as the motion of the celestial bodies, which are ideal instruments to measure time, since their orbital periods are regular and eternal and therefore can be used to identify human time, such as the duration of the day, sunrise and sunset, and the duration of the month through the lunar cycle. Basically, this is how man has been observing time before clocks before calendars and stuff like that even though they say like Mayans and the Egyptians they had calendars and and ways of tracking time it was largely done in historical times by the observable universe so if the sun rises at a certain time and the sun sets at a certain time that's how you know your day has begun and concluded you know the lunar cycle was a way of telling months the constellation was the constellations were a way of telling seasons. So, and being observant of the information that was around them, nature, the universe, they were able to conceptualize a system of time based on all the information and the inputs that they were getting um, at that time. Aristotle was the first Greek philosopher to support the idea of subjective time when he suggested that there is no time without a soul. Basically, he's going on the principle that time is based on the observer and the observer's experience because if there is no observer he argues is there really time similarly Kant stated time and the thought that perceived it cannot be separated which implies that time is mind dependent and subjective again basically if you're not conscious or aware of your existence or how you're maneuvering through life or memories the past basically is there like a conceptualization of time like can there be time without the mind is basically what he's saying he's arguing that those two phenomena are not separated but they're actually one in order to have time you need to have the mind to conceptualize it without the mind there is no time regardless of the rules and constraints that we put on it and try to put it in a neat box. He's saying without the observer, there cannot be any time. However, Sir Isaac Newton defined time as an absolute entity, which is real, not relative or depending on others and therefore mathematically true and objective. So Sir Isaac Newton being the scientist that he is, is trying to put it in a box, trying to put rules and definites on time saying that regardless of how you feel your past present and future the memories uh the context you try to put things in time is objective meaning that regardless of anything else time is time time is real time is going to be there and time is always and forever ongoing rene descartes 
John Locke and David Yu argued that time depends on the mind to acknowledge it. Again, this is another three individuals that are going off of the philosophy that time is mind-based. Time is dependent on the conceptualization and the processing of the mind and its phenomena. Um, things surrounding it, such as memories, um, the person's experience and how they feel about what's going on right now, all of that stuff, and many, many others are used to dictate time and our perception of time. So now we're going to go into a little bit of the Buddhist philosophy. The Buddhist, in the Buddhist philosophy, time appears in our consciousness during the process of knowing, which consists of the existence of matter first, then the interaction between matters, then functions of our consciousness, which are our senses, then the process of knowing that occurs in our consciousness, and finally the feeling that occurs in our, in our consciousness. So basically what that all means is time, therefore, is subjective because its existence depends upon our consciousness to acknowledge it. Time is relative to our consciousness through our perceptions of the world via our senses. So basically, the Buddhist philosophy is going off of the mindset or the thought that time is subjective and it's largely dependent upon the observer or the participant. Furthermore, Buddhist philosophy suggests that time is mind dependent because time has no existence outside of phenomena and the, the observers. Time must be perceived by a mind consciousness in a relation to succession of events that occur to a particular system and the systems that they're referring to are planes of existence. Which follows that without a mind to observe the changes of the conditions, the perception of time cannot be realized. So in saying all of that, what am I basically saying? Like, what am I trying to get around to? That was a very kind of nerdy approach, um, a very kind of scientific approach. And I was trying to put a little bit of the Buddhist philosophy in there as well, just to kind of not make it so scientific and just give you different opinions as far as like philosophy versus science. But basically what I'm trying to say is that this is just another way for me to communicate to you that we are in control of our lives more so than we think you know we get out of bed at whatever time and we look at the clock we kind of drag ourselves throughout the day you know go to work you go to work you're there for 8 12 10 12 hours and then you come home spend a little bit of time with your family, watch TV, play video games. Then you go to bed and you get up and do the same thing over and over again. And by and large, I've heard people say, you know, people who are trying to lose weight, maybe I don't have time to go to the gym or people who are trying to go to, back to school, get another degree, you know, I don't have time to get that degree. Or Time is subjective. So going to the scientific principle, we all have 24 hours. That's something that we all have throughout the day. How we use that 24 hours is largely dependent upon us. You know, we can we can go to work, yes, and work 12 hours. Number one, you chose that job. So if that job is not serving you or you're not getting what you need from life because of that job, it may be time for you to look into a different job. 
also what time are you waking up what time are you going to sleep you know you could if you don't have time to go to the gym or to do other things that you want to do you might be able to wake up a little bit earlier go to sleep a little bit later again we are largely in control of our time you know are are you using your time to read books and further your knowledge and better benefit yourself or are you playing video games for hours you know just wasting your time on on thoughtless um actions now in defense of video games and stuff like that there is a lot to be said for decompression and downtime and relaxing and stuff like that that's a very important part of you know being you have to take the load off your shoulders at some point in time but again you have to put that in the concept of what you want to accomplish as a whole you know reading can be very relaxing meditation can be very relaxing you can stretch you work out running can be very relaxing hanging out with family can be very relaxing it all it is all dependent upon you how you look at your surroundings how you maneuver in your surroundings and then what you do in order to make a corrective action against any deficiencies that you've identified within you know your life we should be the stewards of our own lives meaning the stewards of our thoughts our time and our actions we need to be 110% responsible for those three areas of our life cuz when we give power to other people we then take power away from ourselves and take away the ability to affect our own lives and to be the masters of our own fate the captains of our own ship you know it's we only have one life to live and like i said in the podcast death is the destination that we're all traveling towards this could be my last day on earth do i want it to be my last day on earth no definitely not but i'm very much aware of the fact that tomorrow is not promised in saying that you know i try to make each day as eventful or as useful as possible to the effect that if i do meet my unfortunate demise that something will go on past my existence that may benefit somebody further down the road that i may never meet you know i'm never coming into contact with they might just only hear my voice through my podcast you know maybe see a video on youtube something like that so that's just me you know that's that's how i want to live through life that's the mission that i put on my life and stuff like that that's the parameters i've set for myself um if that's not the parameters you you have set for yourself or what you want for yourself there's nothing wrong with that you know however you want to live through life and however you want to maneuver through life as long as you're happy then i'm all for it i'm not saying content because content doesn't necessarily mean happy you know there there's there's definitely a level above and below when you talk about those two words but at the end of the day your time is yours we all have the same 24 hours so how do we use our day how do we divide up our time are we making the best of our time are we being as effective in our time utilization as we could possibly be is what we're doing right now serving us cuz like Jocko Willink said you know that second matter and that second matter 
then that second matter. Everything that we do matters, especially if we're trying to change to make a better future. So I just wanted to put that on your minds for today. I hope everybody's having a great day and will continue to have a great day. And thanks again for listening to my podcast. That's all I have for you today. Make sure you visit my website, ycin.org. That's yourtimeisnow.org. My YouTube channel, which you can find simply by typing in my name, Chase Beatty. That's C-H-A-S-E-B-E-A-T-T-Y. And my motivational Instagram page. You can find that at A-L-B-Chase. That's A-L-B-C-H-A-S-E. Please like, subscribe, and follow. And as you go throughout your day, ask yourself, why not me? Why not now?